Good morning. You are listening to the University Pulse, Boise State's independent radio station. Boise State's independent student-run radio station. That's right. We are free and we are independent. This is episode 29 of the Dry Spellcast, and we are recording live on October 4th. 2017, which means you can contact us direct, direct today if you want to get a hold of us. How do you do this? It's pretty easy, actually. Um, we have a Twitter, Dry Spell Radio. We have an email, Dry Spell Radio at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook. You just search Dry Spell Radio and we might pop up. For the next two hours, we're going to talk about video games. Not for the whole two hours, but... For the next two whole hours. Are you sure about that? <laughs> for the next two full hours, we're going to talk about video games. My name is Matt Crane. I'm joined by Austin. What's up, guys? He is eating scones from Starbucks ah, directly go, down mm, the hallway. So good. Way to freaking go. Um, Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You really like the scones, don't you? They're actually pretty dang good. So this is a saga. So my saga with Starbucks has been going on for a while now. And I have to say, about half the time... They don't put whipped cream on my drink, which is great because that's like the exact thing that I've hated for all this time. Um, so now we're up to about every other time I get whipped cream on it. So we're doing okay. 50% of the time, eh, I can handle that sometimes. Also in the studio with us, our friend uh, Justin. Hello. Justin is from the YouTube channel, Jay Plays Every Day, and he's going to be sitting in with us today, not every day, but today. Today. Um, how's it going, man? Good. Thanks for having me on again. I, I liked it so much last time. I was waiting for you guys to give me a call. I know you ran out of gas, so that's why you called me, but I'm it not going to complain. That's exactly why you're here. Yeah. We're like, well, we need someone to talk to. <laughs> I, mean, I guess we'll take Justin again. Right? Just turn his mic off like at the beginning of the show, right? What was that? What? <laughs> what was that? I'm Perfect. just kidding. I'm not going to do that. I was going to say, and it begins. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a week. Uh, Austin. Yeah. W- what's going on in your life? A lot. A ton. Tired. Oh, geez. I uh, had a crazy busy weekend. So uh, I had to juggle a wet bean in a wedding, which I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about in just a sec, and a shooting competition. So I didn't sleep a lot at all, and it was a lot of late nights and early mornings. So I can't, but got these stuff I love, so I can't really complain. Hmm. Shot all right. Actually, not really. Kind of shot real <laughs> bad, but. You got a B plus. I did get a B plus on one event. So, and nice. I. And you did the hat I, thing. I PR'd, so I broke a 25 straight, so they got to shoot my hat. And for anyone who knows shooting, that's actually a pretty big deal. Nice. So, Yeah. Um, it's a big milestone, actually. So I've been working hard for that one. So, uh, And then, we, yeah, we had this wedding this last weekend. We did. 
Yep. Uh, all of us were there, actually. Our friend, uh, Connor, who happens to be probably one of the earliest listeners of this show. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I think uh, he was day one, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he got married this weekend. Yay. Yay. Go, Connor. Yeah. Um, which is cool. And so we, Austin and I were groomsmen. And then Justin. I pulled security for the event. Yes. Uh, by, by dancing like an idiot. Justin. You were dancing like an idiot? <laughs> okay, well, that <laughs> might be, I might be outclassed at some moments, but, you know, for the most part. Yeah, it was fine. It right? was. Um, no, it was a good time. Uh, we finished the drinks in, like, a half an hour. No. I, 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 well, I think time went out the window for you for a little bit. Maybe. I... I ended up going to the uh, drink counter, also known as a bar, mm. um, and getting like three drinks at a time. Now, yeah. were, were, <laughs> were you the rum and coke guy, or were you? Oh, that was, that was, that was Austin. Austin. Was a coke. Oh. Which I love. I love a good rum and coke. Don't I saw you wrong. guys pass my table a few times. Well, yeah. No. So okay. So they had. So her drink was um, Malibu and cranberry. cranberry. Yeah. Which is the most dangerous thing That's I've like ever had. Serious camouflage, right? Yes, it didn't. It didn't taste like it. It tastes like I was drinking Kool Aid, right? And after the first one, I was like, "Oh no, oh no, yeah, <laughs> this is bad." And this then I guess his drink was a Jack and Coke, which pretty straightforward. Classic. So I like to mix it up and got a Malibu and Coke. Which and yes, that, that was a dangerous drink too. I was like, "You guys oh. want to know? I was wrecked for the whole night on water. <laughs> yeah, the whole night, just wrecked." Should've, we should have brought some Kool Aid for you. Yeah, no. I know. T- I totally like was like, "Dang it, we should totally done that." Have been like, I'd have shotgunned them just like that one time. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a good time. We danced a lot. Um, I don't really dance, but uh, he's the coat guy. <laughs> I, I am. He was my he was my vest guy. Yeah, yes. for real. I but I. I can get down on the right occasion. I can mm-hmm. I can attest to that. And th- and so there's part of me that's like, if I'm invited to be like a groomsman at a wedding, like I feel it's my responsibility to take part in those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Even though like if if it was somebody else's wedding, I wouldn't necessarily do that. Right. Um, depending on the circumstance, maybe a little, but not a ton. But if I'm invited to like be a part of the wedding, then I have to do that. Right. Right. Like I have to be a role model. I mean, and so like when anything, I'll I'll dance anyways. I know. (laughs) But so like when they they open it up for everybody to come out, I was like, okay, like uh, we have to go now. Normally I would wait a little bit, maybe wait until the dance floor gets crowded. And then so when I go out and make a fool of myself, nobody notices or they've been drinking more. No one really cares. Right. Um, But when like said. If, if you're a groomsman, then it's like responsibility to get people out of their seats and partying. I was pretty much on the dance floor that t- most of the night. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, at one point we kind of stole the show. Yeah. It, it was a rant. I believe that human interaction can sometimes be beautiful and random, but choreographed in the same way. Uh, and that people can just randomly, through magnetic brainwaves, communicate with each other 
and do something beautiful without knowing that it's going to be beautiful. Especially when it's set to Adele. So to, pre to preface this, uh, all the groomsmen are sitting at the table still, and the bridesmaids do their special dance. And we're all looking around like, why don't why we, we do this? Why don't we plan a dance? Come on, guys. And we you know, talk to the best man. Come on, man. He's like, Ugh, complaining, as he normally oh, does. Always does. Uh, so I was like, well, frick, because I would have totally been down for a dance. Uh, 20 minutes probably goes long. Like, maybe not even that. Also, we hear over the, you know, the DJ's like, by special quest of the uh, best man. And then it's, a, it's Adele's hello. And Bum. that is kind of an inside joke between hello. Matt, myself, the best man, Grant, and uh, the me. groom, Connor. The second it goes off, we all look at each other like, is this happening right now? And Grant starts laughing. And Matt's just singing. So I don't know how it happened. We all we all managed, like, all seven of us, groomsmen in the room, got in a huddle, and we're sitting here like, we're going to do something. Something's happening right now. And then the soon as the chorus hits, we just turn around and just start belting hello to everyone. It brought us all to tears. Oh, my goodness. And... I end up taking front and center on this dance. Oh, we ended performance. up. Yeah, at one point, like we surrounded Austin and then all dicked up down right as the chorus hit. Uh, and so he was like the only one singing. And then at some point, we ended up lifting Austin. It was he threw off his coat. I picked it up because I am. He's a coat guy. I'm well, the coat guy. Well, I didn't, I didn't like plan on uh, taking. I kept like, you know, I was out front center and I kind of back up and no one else would take the spot. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just go back out. And then eventually I just took over. And like, yeah, like I had him, like we all had him like kneel down and I was going for it. And then like on the big climax of the chorus, I had him all come back up and. It was so, it was so funny. And you, know, was, you know, Austin, I got to say from a, from a viewer standpoint, yeah. I was just worried you had enough rum and cokes that chandelier was going, your head was going through the chandelier, but I'm really, oh, that would have been fantastic. It, it, it would have been even better if it was the song chandelier and then you put him through the chandelier. <laughs> I'd, I'd have helped what a pay terrible for the dance song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, then they, they lifted me and it was, it was crazy. Uh, I don't know. After the song was over, everyone just like, once they lifted me, I just heard the crowd Oh, we ate it. It up. was just like Whoa! absolutely ate it up. And I just, I just, I just fed off that. So I just kept going, like, hot, like just singing as loud as I can. And I can't sing. I, I don't no. know. You hear me? Not, I was not really. It was more of like a team shout yeah. with the song going over. That's top okay. Of it. I can so do that. Works. And then, so song ends. Everyone's just like losing their minds, clapping and stuff. And like the bridesmaids run over to me, like high fiving me, like that was so good. How long did you guys play on that? We're like that just was completely spontaneous. And like. All, the, all of them just go complete serious face like, what? That was way better than our dance. We practiced <laughs> ours. Uh, uh, even the photographer came up to us later. She's like, I wish you guys would have told us we were doing that so you could film it. I'm like, no, that just literally just happened. It that just was like happens. In the heat of the moment. She's, and she's like, what, really? That was so good. And I mean, being a photographer, she's probably seen several, like tons of weddings. Mm -hmm. And like the fact she's like, that was amazing. was kind of a cool It's thing. definitely a runner for Adele's next music video. So like I, I put your names in. I it's think gonna happen. I think there's some video footage because there was a GoPro floating around on the dance floor. I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm sure that'll pop up once. Uh, once they get back from their honeymoon. That right? And all the other footage before. Oh, man. Anyways, so yeah, that was basically oh, that. The the, la the last thing is one of the photographers right after came up and showed me a picture of when everyone's holding me, and I'm just like arm arm <laughs> outreach, eyes closed. I'm just just screaming. It was it was such a great picture. I can't wait till that uh, shows up probably in two weeks from now. Yeah. Ah, uh, 
So that's what we did this weekend. Yeah, good times. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, congrats to Connor and Kirsten. Uh, I hope they're having fun in Thailand. Um, I'm sure they are. And, uh, and you know, all the, all of the things you wish a new married couple, uh, like not divorcing in the next couple of years. Oh. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, okay. So I, I, either than that, uh, how about you, Justin? Anything besides uh, wedding? Uh, wedding and uh, school. It's you know just getting on the tail end classic. of the terms, but yeah, classic. I mean, can't so, complain. Yeah. So I'll I'll talk right now about the fact that we never got a podcast up last week. Wait, did you really not put it up? So. <laughs> I want everybody out there listening to know, um, this is a labor of love. <laughs> um, I love doing it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it takes a lot of time mm-hmm. and, uh, hopefully I can figure it out in weeks after this. But like last week was, I basically left here to go to class, got out of class, immediately went to work, got home, uh, had like a half an hour for dinner, went back to work. Um, and then it just started rolling on itself. And then the wedding over the weekend, blah, blah, blah. I'm making a lot of excuses basically to tell you that I just got super busy and I feel terrible about the fact that I did not get a podcast up. Uh, but we actually have fans now. (laughs) I know. And they're counting on you. I'm just kidding. I know. I, this is going in the vault of lost episodes. It's it's there. Now there is 18. Yeah. We have one other lost episode. Uh, I think that is kind of the same story. That's okay. Last week's episode kind of sucked. So no, it was, it was great. And that's the thing. Like I, I, uh, you know, I really love doing this and everything, but sometimes when life takes front center, I'm not financially gaining from this endeavor. Um, I only lose money, but, uh, it's, you know, like I, I take this very seriously, but sometimes crap happens. Mm. So you're human at the end of the day. Oh, you're a human Harry. (laughs) Yes. Okay. We do need to take our first break. Um, and we'll be right back. Well, we're back. Uh, I guess we'll talk about video games uh, since that's a thing we do. So last night, Tuesday, October 3rd, was the Boise State eSports launch party. And we threw a big show. It was in the one of the ballrooms here on campus. The Jordan ballroom. Yeah. The big one. The big one. And like it was the big version. So like it wasn't the half sized. Uh, lots of seats, uh, VIP section, DJ. Um, and then the stage had 
two teams for LOL, um, League of Legends, and then uh, a big screen behind them that was uh, like one of those LED screens, and then projectors all throughout the room projecting the game or the match. And so basically my job through this whole thing was I ran the production uh, so I made sure that the video was going, uh, that we were streaming to Twitch and which are two very separate things and two things that one person probably shouldn't manage at the same time. <laughs> uh, no, you but did a great job. It I think, I think it went okay. It was a little stressful. <laughs> this is why production rooms like have to be away from people because, when I get tense, words come out of my mouth. You snapped at me a few times. I'm like, give me your phone. Yes. But it wasn't just say, give me your phone. It was. Yeah. So I. Uh, <laughs> you boot your clothes and your motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. Um, I think everything went off really super well. Um, I mean, we only had the Twitch stream up there four minutes late, so that was... Okay. Yeah, we, we had a problem with uh, League right as we hit the games, once it started. And so luckily we had the in-house wired so that we could feed what the casters were seeing, uh, which was actually like within like the last 10 minutes before we went live and we made that decision. Um, or one of the other technical guys made that decision. And so we were able to feed that but I ended up not getting it. And so I went through this long process and finally got it up uh, about four minutes late, which is fine. Um, Twitch seemed okay about it. Uh, you know, because well, it was just Twitch. streaming. It was just streaming the commentary. Well, yeah, it was just streaming the cast. And everyone's like, well, this is great, but can I see the game? <laughs> like, uh, believe me, we were trying. Uh, that's the thing about live broadcast. Uh, everything, literally everything could be checked and perfect. And then the minute you hit the live button, everything can go to crap. Mm -hmm. uh, and like I told Austin earlier, like or yesterday, when Sony went live for their E3 press conference this year, everything literally a minute before they went live broadcasting to theaters across the world uh live on the internet everything went down literally everything crashed and they actually ended up getting twitch to feed twitch was the only other in-house person so you had sony's feed and twitch's feed from the arena and they were feeding it to the rest of the world uh, so Twitch actually had to feed their stuff back to Sony uh, and save Sony, uh, which is really funny. Yeah, for real. Uh, but yeah, I mean, things like that happen. I think the launch party was a success. The league match was... Well, it, it was it full. Was a, the league match was pretty lopsided. No, I'm saying, everyone, like, the arena was packed. Like I think every seat was pretty much filled in there. Like, yeah. That's cool. And a couple hundred seats. Like, it was, like, a big deal. Like, even someone on Twitch, when, like, it flashed the audience at the end, they're like, man, that actually is, like, way a lot. Like a, a lot, lot more yeah. than I expected yeah. from Boise. Yeah, I saw some pictures. I had a test last night, so I couldn't make it. But my question is, so everyone that was participating on the teams, have they already been 
recruited to the team? Were these people yeah, that so just these are signed actually, up? Or? These are actually existing teams. So the League of Legends Club on Boise State's campus has been around for a long time. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't surprise me. No. And they they actually used to do their own events. Like they had mm. the Boise State Championship Series and stuff. And they would recruit different teams and then come in and stuff. And these are the two top teams from last year's event. Okay. Now, the other uh, the other teams in the esports arena, so like Overwatch, Rocket and League, and Hearthstone, and I don't know if I saw any Rocket League out there though. But like that's part I don't of know. it's part I'm, of the I'm whole sure esports they were package. Uh, they are actually teams that have developed this year, and like a couple of the big announcements that came out of that. So like our top Overwatch team has been invited to play at DreamHack uh, against Colorado State's Overwatch team, which is going to be really awesome. And that's only in like a couple weeks. Yeah, it's coming up, I think. So yeah. It's really cool. And yeah, actually, it's super awesome. Yeah. And then I guess we invited Oklahoma. So Oklahoma has, has just announced that they are – that they are starting an esports program. Oh. And our invitation was like a semi showing the Fiesta Bowl from 2007. Yes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It was pretty funny. And then, of course, like too soon. It was pretty Remember good. this? Yeah. yeah. Remember when we beat you back when our team was good? Yeah. And so I think this is, <laughs> this is exciting for all of us. I like, I'm really happy about the direction that this is going. And like they showed off some sketches for what they want the new arena to look like there. Oh I, man, that was so cool. Yeah. Like, so they're, they're planning on building a big area where like the public can come in and play at certain hours, but like, yeah, so our different teams cool. will have the arena blocked off and, uh, you can go in and I think there's like 80 machines. Yeah, it was a ton. Wow. Like, I don't, like, it's great. Like, and so I'm they, sure, why I'm are they sure looking they, to put it in the College of Innovation Design? Very cool. Yeah. So Very I don't think cool. like they're going to start out with 80 machines, no. but I think that's no. like the goal. Mm -hmm. And then there's also going to be like a caster studio. Um, yeah, the caster studio is like kind of sitting in the middle, and there's like two wings, and then like one side, the right side, uh, was where all the machines are. Where you yeah. And play. I th like, and so there's going to be like full streaming capabilities. Uh -huh. So I'm like, I'm excited cool. for the possibility of what we can do for streams. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. the left side was the actual like competition with the stage and like it's set up there and it's the first, it's going to be the first esports arena that actually allows people to come in and watch. Right. And that like, so I think cool. they have, so we can I, run like scrimmages and stuff. Yeah. So it, it I mean, that's super. Can cool. I just say as somebody, so I'm not traditionally like, I haven't really started watching esports till very recently. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of a, Old, you know, just played games for fun. And, uh, you know, it kind games of, it, at first I was kind of like competitive, like, okay. I remember like the Halo two days. Right. Mm -hmm. But now that I've started watching some of the, a little bit of the esports coverage, I, that makes me very excited because I think I learn a lot just from watching them. And I, it's entertaining well, to watch people that are good at what they do. Like, the oh, fact, like last night was the first time I've ever really seen a MOBA being played. Like, obviously really? it's League of Legends. So, I mean, I've, uh, I played like a MOBA once, like mm -hmm. on the, the Paragon on PS4, like, mm -hmm. for, like and I was like, this is stupid. That's by myself, is probably why. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was actually, I sat there and watched League of Legends. I've heard like so many like bad things. Like, right. you've, you've talked about getting banned. I, my, times my thing and, against MOBAs was just community based. Yeah. I have nothing against the game style or people. And then, play that, really. yeah, that's why like community stuff, but like actually just sitting down and watching people who know what they're doing. Actually, I, you know, I was kind of enjoying them. Like, I was actually learning stuff. It's like, impressive. Oh, okay. So, like, 
getting the getting the resources, getting the yeah. Towers. And I was and like, I, you're and explaining, and help explain too. So. Yeah, I was trying to explain it. Uh, it was a little. I was multitasking, so I wasn't explaining it well. Uh, so like. That's something I think I kind of came to a realization when I went to the International this year. You know, I've watched uh, Dota for several years now, and I've always really enjoyed it. But when I went to the International and sat in an arena with, like, uh, thousands of other people screaming and loving what was going on, like, that was the moment that was like, this is a thing. Like, this is a big thing. This is a thing that we need to embrace and really start to enjoy because it's great. It's it's just like any other competition event. Well, they even compared it to what, the NBA Finals saying, like, they pulled in 32 million viewers and the last League of Legends World Finals pulled in 36 million viewers. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, the market's there. The market's there. Uh, and I think, I think the biggest hurdle right now is just the stigma behind it. And I will say, like, especially when you get into MOBAs, they're so complicated. Yeah. Uh, and, like, so I'm not I'm not a league player. Um, one of my roommates came last night, and he is kind of like a sidelines league player. So he's played a little bit here and there, but, like, doesn't know a ton of the characters or anything. And... I think it was a realization for him that was like, oh, yeah, like this is. Well, he was surprised like big. how big of a deal it was. He's like, well, this, like, this is like <clears throat> pretty. I mean, he, I think he was pretty shocked at how big the turnout was. Yeah. And, and I, I have to say, I've never seen so many people in one room drinking monsters. <laughs> yes. Oh, I bet. Well, because yeah. Monster is sponsored. Sponsor, the right. I don't know if I'm. A, I, I guess it's been announced now, so I can say that. Yeah, I mean, they, they were they were literally monsters on the caster table. Yeah, so like, f- there's free monsters for everyone who showed up in the back and stuff. It's like, like it's a big, I guess Monster and Coke are the two big sponsors. His team already. It's like we got some powerhouse sponsors already, mm-hmm. which is a pretty big deal. Yeah, it is. I think it's really fantastic. Um, I think there the potential is only getting going to get bigger. And I mean, I'm glad Boise State's kind of like they even talked about that like yesterday. The things like we're kind of on the forefront of this. Like, not there's not. I think they said there's only five other universities in the, in the nation that have an es- official esports team. No, I think it's F- FBS. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, FBS. Yeah, because there's like sixty something right now. Okay. I was so. freaking out with you when your stuff wasn't working, so I wasn't yeah. listening. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the thing, like about production, <laughs> you get, you get to enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's mostly trying to figure out why my timer would oh. not go on top of my video. <laughs> oh, you spent like tw- a good part of twenty minutes. Oh no! That. Well, I probably most. I guess when I showed, I was it. there for like an hour before that trying to figure it out. I don't know why it, it just just would not work. Um, but I, I did end up getting it working. Uh, new program. I had never mixed on that that before i have actually besides like obs i've never used a software based because everything we do through uh like the media department is all hardware based uh production and so it was a huge switch for me to go and i'm going to insist that we get a uh, a control pad for that versus having to Switch everything by mouse and keyboard. Right. Which it, I think will just make life easier. And actually, I last minute, they ended up bringing me a second, like, f- hardware switch. Oh. 
uh, that was controlling the two in-house cameras. And so I actually, like, I was controlling the projection on one switch, the stream through our software switch, uh, which was vMix, and then a third switch controlling the in-house cameras that was feeding to me that I was then feeding back to the house. So you were an arm or two short of having it covered. Yes. I, I, there are ways that I know I can make this easier for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... That's We're going gro- to explore those ways. It's growing pains, <laughs> dude. As you know, it's the launch party. It was the launch party. Uh, I think everything went off really super well, and I was really happy to be a part of it. I got retweeted by Boise State. Oh, moving up it's in not the world. The first time I, this I week, got, actually. Well, actually, I got liked by Boise State earlier in the week, <laughs> and then I got liked. This tweet got liked and retweeted, and then the College of Education liked one of my statuses on Facebook. Cool. You can find that status if you Google or no, look on Facebook for Dry Spell Radio. And that's actually how you get in touch with us if you feel like doing so. You do. Trust me. Yes. If you have thoughts on like esports or like anything like that, go ahead. Reach out to us. Otherwise, uh, we are on Twitter at Dry Spell Radio. And you can email us at dryspellradio at gmail.com. Uh, when we come back, we have news, and we have great news. We have news about brand new games, uh, announcements, old games that just keep coming back. We've got all sorts of news. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will get straight into that. Okay, we are back. You're listening to the Dry Spellcast. My name's Matt. I'm joined by Austin and Justin. Yep. We're talking about video games. Um, so, Justin. Yeah. You've been playing video games. Yeah. Okay. What? What? Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> when you put it bluntly. Um, no, Justin, what have you been playing? Oh, thank you, Austin. Now I understand. I'm just kidding. Um, man, I'd have to say that the biggest two that have been on my radar uh, is I finished my Let's Play on my channel of Fallout New Vegas. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, it turned out great. I learned a lot from it, and I already jumped right into one of the game that started me into gaming, which is Oblivion. And I've jumped oh, into yeah. that. I'm trying to do something where the pace keeps up, though. I'm not showing you every single sec. I mean, we've had right. this discussion before. Holy cow. Episode 1002 well, of Oblivion. because there's so much you can do in Oblivion. Right. So like- just like all my other Let's Plays, I try to have a plan for games that I know and have a schedule and stick to that. But the other one that's been on my radar that's really come out of nowhere is The Forest. The Forest. Yes. I've actually, I've actually kind of looked at this game. Yes. And... Well, this uh, game's been on crossed, my radar like it, yeah. way before I even had a computer to play. Yeah, it, it crossed my queue actually the other day, and right. I thought to myself, maybe. Yeah. So here, here's my honest impressions of the game. So, 
with my history with hearing about it, the game was released, and and this the first two things I'm going to say are going to make you cringe if you're familiar with this. It is a survival game on Steam, so there's a huge cringe because there's about a billion of those that are garbage. And then the second thing is that it's still in the early access program, and it was released in 2014. So you would read both those things, and I think that keeps a lot of people away from the game, to be honest, at this point, after all the garbage we've seen over the years uh, on their program. What I can tell you is the game is $15. It is an incredible value. And the, the developers are still very much supporting the game. A patch just dropped, right? I did a 13-episode Let's Play uh, with a good friend of mine, Mac, and it was so much fun. And you know what started the whole thing was October's coming up. I want to do something that's a scary game with Spooky multiplayer. October. Right. And I want to do a multiplayer one because I'm a pansy. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I've soloed a couple of the Dead Space games on the hardest difficulty, but a uh, little different because you can fight back, right? Yeah. It's not like I'm playing Outlast. That game, or that like game Amnesia gets to be or something. Right. But isn't that coming, coming out? Yeah. Of, like. I don't think so. I thought they were like having something for consoles or something. Hmm. Maybe. I'll, I'll like it's like an amnesia bundle or something. I don't know. Well, interesting. Well, anyways, uh, the forest, it's 15 bucks. I will tell you that it's got a, what I like about it is it's a mix of something like a building game. So like Minecraft esque. Well, that's, cause that's what it looked like to me. You like, you do like hit trees down until they just like right. fall apart. But I will say, here's one thing I really can vouch for on the game is, um, is that it is well optimized you know i'm not speaking for everyone but the majority of steam reviews and the majority of my friends who purchased the game and played it on what i consider a halfway decent rig i'm running medium it looks fantastic you put you bump it up to high it's unreal that a game looks that good and that it plays smooth does that mean it doesn't have glitches no but very few. Well, it is an early access game, so right. you kind of expect them. And it's very few and far between. And the other thing, too, is when that new patch dropped, uh, let's see, a week ago, it added all sorts of new things. Like, they add cool stuff like uh, you can zip line logs now, which when you get into the game and you're moving resources really tough. But stuff like you can take a turtle shell and ride it as a sled. Like, these things sound rudimentary, but the difference between this and, like, a Minecraft game is that when I say survival and horror, I, I mean it. The game is, if you want the story, you can pursue it. It's an investigative game. But you got to go to great lengths and risk quite a bit to get the game. And here's the thing. Even after beating it and spending, I think my playthrough when I beat the story the first time was about 44 hours. Um, yeah. And now a lot of people would say, well, you were padding that out with building. I can assure you that when you're going around looking for these clues and you don't look up where they are, there's different gear you need to do parts of the story or investigate certain areas. It is extremely dangerous. And the longer you stay on the island and the more presence you make, the more the AI reacts and they power up and they start. And I got to tell you, the AI, in my opinion, is fantastic. The, the can There's like these cannibal tribals and and I don't want to give too much away, but some some mutant type creatures. Very disturbing. I will say it is it is definitely a adult game. I mean, I wouldn't choose yeah. to a kid, but. <laughs> It is so fun. And when you get it, you can play up to eight players on a server. Uh, one thing I learned after my Let's Play 2 is that let's say you're like, oh, I'm more of a creative mode person or whatever. I like the aesthetic of the game. Um, when you beat the story for the first time, you unlock creative mode. And you can also on the main menu, if you're the host for a multiplayer game or you're doing a single player game, you can adjust the uh, you can enter like a cheat code on the main menu. So you can make it like only at night they spawn 
no enemies. You could put stuff where uh, I'm trying to think. There's a couple different ones. Buildings don't get destroyed and things like that. Overall, for $15, yeah. if you're looking for something that's like a builder game, but you want to actually survive, and I mean, it gets difficult. And it's multiplayer, you said, right? Yeah, and it's, yeah, exactly. That's H- the biggest selling point. How many? Like up to four? Up to eight. Up to eight. Up oh. to eight, yeah. Wow, and from cool. what we've tested, um, you know, I don't have like some insane rig, but the host. I mean, I get an occasional... The one thing that was tanking my frame rate was when someone would kill a lizard. I know that's bizarre, but it was just that. <laughs> but they, that's been patched. So uh, overall, $15 if you want to get scared with your friends. If you want to... Or just get scared by yourself. Well, and the other part <laughs> of the game is it's basically like Bear Grylls Simulator, right? Gotta Crash on an island, survive. Gotta survive. Yeah. Gotta drink my own piss. Right. It, I, like, <laughs> I like it because it's hardcore. I'm going to kill this beetle because it's going to provide me nutrients. <laughs> exactly. Let me just. But overall, great game, well worth fifteen dollars. I'd have paid about double for it and still not complained. It's that good. Sweet. Well, I think actually probably will pick it up then. Oh, so or maybe worth I'll, it. maybe I'll wait just a couple till the Steam Winter Sale rolls around. Oh yeah, maybe, I'm sure. Maybe we'll see if there's a little price drop there because I'm sure that Winter Sale it's 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 coming up. Oh yeah. Tell me about to spend a ton of money for, on other video games. So right. I, I can. Broke tober is upon it's, us. It's upon us. Uh, I guess speaking of games, I'll just take it over then. Yeah, uh, go, yeah, for, go it. for it. A uh, new game that came out we've been talking about a lot, Cuphead. Yeah. I, I picked up Cuphead. Okay, what is the big deal with this game? So it is a hand-drawn, uh, like, cartoon game in the style of, like, a 1930s cartoon. Oh, that's cool. Like, hand-drawn, like, the backgrounds are, like, oil paintings, and, like, everything was hand-done. And it is... So very unique aesthetic. Oh, it is so Oh, cool. man, it looks real good. Uh, so, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's just beautiful, and, like, everything's obviously hand-drawn, and it's kind of on this, like, old, like, this the, the filter or whatever it is is screened on is, like, an old, like, film. Like, what you would see, like, if you went to a movie theater back in, like, the 30s. Like, it's, like, it's kind of, like, the grainy, it's kind of scratched. That is so cool. It's super cool. The music is fantastic. It's just, like, the like the classic 1930s. Nothing like a good music track and, to listen to while you're playing. I mean, it's like you're playing, like, a Steamboat Willie, like, style of game. Like, that's, that's what cool. it looks like. And, man, it's hard. That is game it? is really hard. I, I think I beat the first, like, boss... Or first bosses, I guess it was like a, it was like three of them, but I couldn't get past the second one. Like I could get to the first, like each boss has right. like three phases, and you hit to the one, then they like it changes, and then you like got to learn how to Sounds fight like that. Sounds like Dark Souls. I'm so no, like like seriously, and then it's it, it's kind of in the vein of really hard platformers, okay. like uh, I think like Spelunky or. Uh, like Super Meat Boy are oh, the ones okay. that like pop in my head that are hard, be just for heart's sake. Okay. Yeah. The the one thing I don't like is I and I'm sure I can change it. I just didn't really put too much time to it because I only played for about an hour or so. Is the keyboard configuration? And from what I heard on the and even on the console for Xbox, it's it's crap. Is it? Because uh, it's it's the keyboard functions are Z, X, C, and V. No remapping features. I I'm sure there is. I would. I can't see that game being anything but a a controller game. Yeah, like in that's like, but even like I saw an article that said like the controller functions were just really bad too. Like the hmm. button, the buttons were not in a good spot. Yeah, Catching so like coming. I'm used, to, you know, obviously WASD moving on a keyboard. Right. I've gotten used to that. So Z, X, C, and V for like your functions was real, and like and shift is thrown in there, or like maybe it's com- controller command or something. I don't remember. And it's like it's really awkward, and like I keep Definitely. I kept clicking the wrong button and stuff like that. So like if you could remap it into a way that works for you, I you could probably function a little better. And I'm sure there is. I just didn't really explore it too much because I 
I mean, I didn't have a lot of time. And right. so I picked it up. It came out Friday. So I played it just a little bit between my practice Friday afternoon and our uh, wedding rehearsal. So, and I haven't played it since. Uh, I guess other game I've been playing, Project Cars 2, still going with that. Uh, really, really enjoying it. Yeah. I am surprised how much I'm liking this game. I I mean, I obviously knew I was going to like it. That's why I picked it up. And But I'm just like pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. How much is that running for it's, right it's now? It's 60. Okay. It, ju- it just came out. Um, and I like I we talked about this last week on their hidden podcast. It's never going to show up anywhere. Uh, so kind of roughly it go exists. over it again. It exists somewhere. <laughs> uh, 60 bucks. I was just like craving a racing game. I haven't had a good one in a long time. I right. know Grand Turismo is right around the corner, and that's what I've been waiting for. But like I'm like, ah, I had this itch. I needed it scratched. And from all the reviews, <laughs> from all the reviews I saw, you this, know like, you this can game, just call me. Yes, sir. Um, from all the reviews I saw, <laughs> it was like everything's like nines or tens and like so i wow i picked it up and man it's a good game because who's like, the developer on that do you know uh slightly mad interesting is, okay is the, the developer uh so because the last racing game i played i think was uh drive club mm. and that was just garbage yeah the, the handling of cars was not right and just it just the second like weather hit the road that like, you spun out like it just wasn't good and, like this game is very true to like how a car really does handle nice and it's it's a it's a different it's different style than like a gran turismo which i'm used to it's like you know you pick a race and you spend a lot of time on that one race like you have a 30 minute practice round where you can drive the drive the car and then you can go back to your pit and like tune up and like make sure your car is set up perfectly for that course that's awesome and then you have a qualifying lap like qualifying thing for 15 minutes your best lap qualifies you and then you do the race i mean Sounds really well thought out. It is like it's like it's like a, it's a very true to form like how racing actually is. So like people like in racing games, you, know, you just pick the course, you race it, finish it, you're done. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's definitely not like that. You spend like you know a race really takes all day because you you drive the course tons of times, get used to it every corner, every break, where to break and stuff. And I really appreciate that. And like it, I just. For some reason, when I do racing games, it's just my happy place. And I just, I just kind of zone out, and I kind of just like just, just. That's cool. I just drive, and it, I love it. So, pretty pumped for that. Obviously, I will try to play as much of that as I can until Grand uh, Turismo comes out in on the seventeenth. So really, it's coming out really soon. Yeah, it's real close. I know that's been in development for for a while. Those games aren't exactly uh, easy to pump out with the level of detail. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's so much. Uh, Tanner uh, tweeted at us. And What's that fool want? Uh, he said The Forest is a great game. So that's what that fool he wanted. He would know. He's, play, he's played he, a few uh, times. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I, I, like, I go through these phases where I'm like, yeah, I want to play spooky games. It's and not I'm kind too, of in that right now. Like, I love playing I would describe games. The Forest. Because we, we played spooky right. games several oh, times I, I love getting scared, to be honest with you. I think we should have a game night where we break out like Until Dawn, Outlast. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, Amnesia, we st- I still have to be Alien PT. Isolation, so. Because oh, I gosh. still have. Because yes. we, we never, because we got to no. that one point. Like, we, we jammed it for like seven hours yeah, the night we, it came we out. Streamed, it was back in, what, 2015? Yeah. We streamed Alien Isolation like when it came out. It was in October. And, yeah, we streamed it for about solid five, seven hours. I have no idea what the DLC for that looked like. I heard most of it was online stuff. I don't know. But, like, we actually made it quite a ways until we finally died. And then, like, after that point, I was like, okay, 
I'm done. Yeah, that yeah, because I feel like game. we died right before a checkpoint actually mm-hmm. happened. So like we like had to like go back quite. That a game bit. is punishing on checkpoints. And yeah. Evil Within Two comes out this month. I uh, still need to beat the first one. Yeah, I've yeah. heard I've heard mixed things on the first yeah. one. I didn't hear it was a bad game, but like people were expecting like. I don't know. I've heard people say, well, I was expecting like a original Resident Evil experience. Well, when, so I, when I picked it up, it. Uh, it was fun. The problem is it just seemed like it wasn't finished. Oh. Like, like I, there was just really bad frame rate drops and like, like, like really noticeable, like for a console too. Like that's really yeah, bad. Like, that is. Cause you can like lock it where you'd want it like on 30s. But there was times where like, yeah, I could tell it was like maybe pushing 12, like 12, 15. It was bad. I, and just some still like really bad glitches that shouldn't have been there. I'm sure the game has been fixed by now. I right. mean, that was, that was, two oh yeah. I'm ago. sure Beth has yeah, patched it up. So question for you guys really quick. Do you got to take a break first? Yes. Okay, let's We're going to take it. a break, and then we're going to be back for Justin's amazing question. Oh. Okay, Justin. Yes. What's your question? All right, I'm ready. No, uh, here's the deal. What is the scariest game you guys have played that you can remember? Oh, man. Uh, so for me, I would have to probably say The Suffering. Oh, And that's shoot. because I when The Suffering came out, I was, God, we're talking maybe 14, 15, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And that was dramatizing. Uh, <clears throat> the suffering was basically, it was, I think, an original Xbox game where you played as an inmate and the jail you're in gets basically attacked by demons. And that, like... Mm, demons. Yeah. Yeah. And at that time, like... You you were a person who like murdered your family. Yeah, you're a and, bad dude. Yeah, and like for me, that was like one of the first games that like was really super gritty in like the way like the language they used and the violence mm-hmm. and the themes and stuff behind the game. And so for me, like that was really. That was really something. Beyond that, I'd say probably PT. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, for sure. Oh my gosh! I forgot. And about PT. Yeah, I mean, PT. I, me and my roommates when PT came out, we we sat in our living room, and I mean, we didn't have a big TV. We we're talking maybe thirty-two inches. Just made Lisa more enjoyable. <laughs> what was her name? Was that? I, I think, I, maybe I, I don't remember. All I just remember is looking at her d- demented face. Yeah, and we we sat through and played that. <laughs> And that was the sound she made. <laughs> yeah. And like, so the, the, good, right? yeah. <laughs> the couple of jump scares in that were mm-hmm. like, were like big, but they're, right. and they're but, all done. It wasn't just like, yeah, it wasn't cheesy. Like, right. oh, I'm going to go around this corner and well, there it is. You Cause know? that's like when I played the first outlast, like the, don't get me wrong. The very beginning of that game, like was terrifying. Yes. But then after a while, I'm like, Oh, something's going to pop out here. Rah! And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> right. that. Yeah. I mean, it was like after a while, the first outlast a formula was definitely. just like, I kind of, like, that I was, still enjoy the game. But. That was the thing about PT that, like, 
I really super enjoyed was the fact that it was so unexpected yeah, what was happening definitely. like when when you go into like the red version uh oh. where the screen's red and you're just running through the hallway oh like gosh, over and over and the, and eyes just, over. the funny just thing like, mm. the funny thing about pt i never finished it i got See, i got to red but what's funny is a lot of people never austin, did, they know how to finish it austin being the friend he is told me download this and i was like what is this and he's like you I just need to download yeah, I didn't it, tell you, like, it you just need to get this right so now. i get into it and about the first time that lady showed up i went nope nope <laughs> nope that is actually I, so i still have that on my playstation i refuse oh, to delete lucky. it i believe i still have some youtube videos of my playthrough oh it's hilarious there, so and I mean, I'm screwing my head off. So I think PT is one of the games. I don't know, Matt. Were you were you done talking or? Uh, yeah. Okay. Continue. Yeah, I think PT is probably one of the, the scarier games I played. But honestly, for me, I think the scariest game I played, like at like at that moment in time where I experienced it, was uh, Resident Evil Four. Oh. Because I remember my Classic. like we like obviously it was PS2 when it came out. Mm-hmm. So I was I was young, early 2000s. I. I 2004 probably yeah about yeah there. it was early 2000 i mean so i'm like you know 10 12 years old pretty young and i remember my brother and i would just like we like we'd stay up then chainsaw guy showed oh up God. well we'd stay up and like late and like he, obviously like he's the older brother so he's playing and i'm just watching but for the most part but that was fine with me uh god it was just it oh, was yeah. a terrifying game and like it, it was so so much fun uh, it just brings me back yeah and I don't know. I love Resident Evil 4 for that reason. It's just like has a special place in my heart. That's cool. Yeah. You know what's funny about the Resident Evil games? My two that I would say is the original Resident Evil, but the remake on GameCube. I actually have the remake. It's um, the came out for the HD. Remaster I haven't checked out PS4. the HD PS4. It one. was free on PlayStation Plus. I want to. It's hard to keep track of all the remakes this, earlier this year. Oh, there's I, a million of them. So maybe I mean maybe that's one of something we can all go back and play together. Oh, it's a and, great yeah. game. And then the other one is the original Dead Space. That was the first oh, yeah, scary the game right. I actually completed. And I remember my I, friend owned it. He got it for Christmas. He said, J- "I can't play this. I love. I want to watch you play it." And that's how I ended up beating it. So that was, that was yeah, that's great a really great good game. one. Um, we did get a message oh. during this. Uh, you can probably guess from who, who said that the scariest game is genital jousting. <laughs> <laughs> and that is not a joke, folks. That is a real title. On that is a real game. Yes, that is a devolver. He's going to say that your game, friends one is the other is the other one, isn't he? Mount your friends. Yeah, uh, he didn't say that, but oh, I'm down I'm with that. <laughs> Mount your friends is really good, so don't. don't I, talk I haven't about played it. either. Screenshots look fantastic. Yeah, Mount Your Friends is actually really challenging, uh, and it's not that bad. Uh, genital jousting is <laughs> it's unashamedly shocking. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> cartoon penises jousting each other. Can you say that word on radio? Uh, maybe it is. It <laughs> we'll is find a, out. It is a scientific the FCC term, will so yes. let us know. <laughs> yeah, it real. is a scientific term, so I can absolutely say it. Oh, okay, very good. Yeah, I mean, I love actually. So I'm not a big horror like movie fan. Oh, I love them, but mm-hmm. I love I mean, horror games. Lately, I've been ev- like almost every night. Like we used to watch this in the dorms all the time. Oh, like, Ghost geez. Adventures. Oh is, yes. They finally put like some like two seasons on Hulu, and I've literally been watching that like nightly. Okay, this and, this is a done thing. We are doing some sort. A horror party thing. We should this Absolutely. month. We're doing it. Yes, sir. Uh, I would so. love. Uh, so I would love to go through PT again and like without a guide and see how much of it I can remember. Yeah, I mean, I still remember how to beat the game. I'm just so. gonna be screaming at you as that chicks chasing you around the place, and you're like, I don't remember what I click on it's the like, phone oh! or the yeah. 
Yeah, I think like I don't it. know. There's something about <laughs> that that infinite that infinite loop. Oh yeah, that is well because you especially during crazy. the red the red part, you literally can just keep looping. It in. gets in if your you head. Don't, if you don't know how to yeah. beat it, you will literally. It's, it's be stuck psychological. There. That's why I like it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's why the cancellation of Silent Hills was. Oh, I know. Such a heartbreak. So devastating. But we'll see. Uh, how much death, death Stranding is similar to like that, but we'll never that game. Will never I still happen, have so. no idea what genre that game's even in. Does anyone? No one knows. Nobody knows Excellent. what's happening. Is it even a game? I so since Guillermo del Toro is like somewhat involved, I would assume that it's some kind I would of horror. But I mean, he's made not horror films before. Why haven't they done a game of the labyrinth? Pan's Labyrinth, you, yeah. I don't because when you said Labyrinth, that's I, David Bowie. David Bowie. <laughs> oh, sorry. David Bowie no. is the scariest. <laughs> <laughs> the troll dun, king, whoever dun, it is. Dun. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think like a video game adaptation of like Pan's Labyrinth probably wouldn't be great. Did you? Well, have you seen Del Toro's new movie coming out? The the that water one. No. Oh, it's very. They even like online. They're very. Bioshocky esque, like that's cool. Kind of, it's it's set like in the 60s, 70s, like about that time. It has like that music and stuff. And I've never played Bioshock. That's really, actually, I yeah. actually would put is that, that surprise here? That is that does really. It's on my me. short list. It's I'd actually coming. put that as one of the scarier games I've played. Actually, is that's what Bioshock. Bioshock. Bioshock like, is some people tell me it's an action, and other people are like, dude, it's it's not so much it's more scary thriller. as yeah, it's yeah. A, it, that's but that's how the forest is. The but, forest for me is more know, of the a first thriller. Bioshock. I was like always on edge. Yes, that's the thing that especially when you're like in those like subway tunnels and like you hear water all around you, and then you hear in the background. I'm like, where, where's that coming from? And then right. all of a sudden, like, and all of a sudden, you just get smashed. Now, Bosch shocks the one with the big daddy. And yes. The, yeah. Oh. And, and like, the it's, it's a very. And being in Rapture City was a very creepy setting. Like that was. It, yeah, it is. I I loved the Bioshock. Uh, it was the only one in the series I played. Mm-hmm. I've only done the first one, and then I did Infinite. I never did Infinite. Which I so I never Infinite the was the floating one. city. They yeah, went away from which the actually was a super great. I, I heard about the story game. and the cool. ending of that was just like, pfft, yeah. mind blowing. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the ending, but it's right. so good. So I'm kind of hoping a new Bioshock comes out in the future. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see a new Bioshock. It did kind of end, so we'll it's, see. Well, it's tough, too, with Maybe the something else in, like, the Shock series. Because you have well, System Shock and well, then like Bioshock. Because right. I, know, well, I know the people who worked on Bioshock are working on another game right now. Right. And I can't think of it, and it's, I don't know. And I think it's supposed to come out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And they're working, like, with another studio, so we'll see. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was. Okay, well, so we do need to take another break. When we come back, we're actually going to talk about news. We're going to talk about news uh, in the video game world. And, you know, like I said, uh, we have announcements, we have trailers, all sorts of fantastic it's, it's stuff. It's been a pretty good week this last week of it stuff. It depends on how you define good. Well, I mean, there's got a lot of new stuff announced and stuff like that that we will talk about. So it's yeah. that time of the year where video games are picking up. It's it's the thing, man. Yeah. And like I said, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, there are ways to do that. We are on Twitter, Dryspell Radio, Radio at gmail.com or on Facebook. All of those should get to us. Okay, so we are are going to hit our break and when we come back we're going to talk some news
two, hour two of the Dry Spellcast is starting now. We're talking about video games. Austin hit a mic. Way to go, Mike. Um, Mike, way to go, Austin. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing it. I'm, I'm joined now. in the studio by Austin and Justin. Yep. And we uh, we're just talking about video games and video game related things. Let's talk about some news. Yes, let's let's. The news. Um. Well, that was nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> our our improv- improvisa- ooh, improvisational skills are are getting getting better. Getting better. I think that Adele. I think that Adele performance really helped out. Yeah, this. I think it really changed the face of improv. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um. So. Let's uh, talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. So that's the biggest, biggest drop of the week. So it was last Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. Right Friday, after, something like Thursday, that. It was Thursday, because I remember it was the day after our show last week. So Yeah, so Red Dead Redemption 2 dropped their, I guess, second trailer. This is the like the first one this that kind of gives us... It was the story trailer. Yeah, so I guess the last one was like a teaser, right? Yeah. So this is... Uh, where we got our first look at what Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be. It looks so good. Now, so from Rockstar's page, um, this is the description of the game. The story. Awesome. Oh, sorry. I just think it just put awesome and then just say $60. <laughs> and people are like, shut up and take my money. Uh, that's Yes, it's Rockstar. Remember. Yes. Uh, the story of outlaw Arthur Morgan and the Vanderlyn gang as they rob, fight, and steal their way across the vast and rugged heart of America in order to survive. Coming spring 2018 to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One systems. And no PC! I, I'm actually, so yeah, I'm actually Ooh. really shocked that they're not releasing. Oh, look at I'm all these sure. sales on Grand Theft Auto 5. I know. Better throw those in the tank. You know, they're just building demand. Well, they, I, am, I think they're going to do what out. they always do and release PC they like hold way out on later. PC. Always. They've only done it once. Well, I mean, it's what they did with Grand Theft Auto. Some people and argue that it makes it more polished. I just get irritated. Probably. To be but honest. They pro- I mean, but they still I'm still going to get it. They still want consoles to sell well. Of course. Which uh, they're going to. Because, you know, people are going to buy it on console, and then like a year later it's going to come out PC, and then they're just going to rebuy it. That's one of the few games I would give a 10 out of 10. Without hesitation, the first one. 10 out of 10. Oh, and because Justin and I are very familiar with the first one. We played it a ton. Like, even in our dorms freshman year, like, we were playing this game constantly. I played a ton of this game. Uh in or like one. The second, the second that like, this trailer was like, was like Morgan. I was like, oh, cool. So yeah. When they said, when they said, is it Dutch? It was Dutch. Yeah, That's what it was. I, I right. was like, spoiler. Was that I'm games. calling it right now. There's going to be Young Jong Marston I in this am, game. Well, he is going to kill your character. You want to bet? Well, no, because well, he's not going to or kill not your kill your character. But he's I think part that of the game. you're going to see him. I'm excited to see him because he did some. You could tell in Red Dead he did some bad stuff well, back in the day. Yeah, because right. like, the whole like the whole like when it said Morgan because that's the first guy you go after in Red Dead. I like instantly knew prequel. This is the Vanderlyn gang. Yes. Like I, it all kind of just like rushed back to me. Oh and, yeah, and it's it's Dutch's gang. Is like he, yes. he's the leader. So and John Marsden was part of this gang. And that's the plot of this. You know, plot of the first game. You get hired by the feds to take out this gang, and then they wipe away your past record. It was was the plot. Now right. it's feds chasing you while you're in the gang. It's so obviously cool, a yeah. young John Marsden's gonna show up. Oh, he it's has to because he has to. He's, he's gonna be a even if devil. even if it's in like the later part of the game. I guarantee, I guarantee there's gonna be a young John Marsden. So he because he ha- he's part of this gang, so he has to be there. Well, but obviously yeah. you play as Arthur Morgan, who is the first guy you take out in Red Dead, which I'm. Hopefully not spoiling anything. I mean, the game came out you know seven years ago. So yeah, why? I mean so we are way past spoilers. 
Uh, so I, I mean, dude, the game, that a trailer, great game. The the, just the, up to the very last minute they of the story. So yeah. when he, uh, <sighs> when uh, our Morgan is like talking to the guy, and he's like. Uh, I'm gonna give your your mom a reason to wear black oh, yeah. after and like I was like oh yeah yeah and I, it's gonna be cool played as a bad dude because you you because I know the first Red Dead like you could be like kind of bridge the gap totally being bad well like, you're on that gray though yeah the and fence. then you had like the bandana so you can like keep your notoriety right. down like keep so you can stay good this game I think you're just gonna be bad, bad oh bad, yeah bad. in when we say bad, like I think worse. It makes like, me wonder how they're going to achieve the title. What's this guy going to do to redeem himself? Right. I think there's there's some big opportunity in there to get a big twist. The first one got me. I was not seeing the ending that we got. Yeah. Oh, like the, when he walks uh, out of the barn with his guns on, oh, all the fans are standing yeah, up there. I was like, no so, way. So it's definitely was, one of the more shocking oh, video game. Endings. I don't. I mean, I don't want to spoil that because I know like Jason. And our friend Jesse have not beat this game yet, and I'm like, I keep oh. telling them, you guys need to. I don't gotta think, get I don't it done. They've even played it, really. I'm like, you guys need to play this game right now. Ten out of ten, legendary. It is an amazing game, and had one of the best DLCs of all and time. And the multiplayer was fun. Yeah. I spent I mean, hours well, that's, that's riding where around the map. GTA Online is inspired from Red totally. Dead Online, like originally. So, oh, for sure. This is gonna be a huge game. Spring 2018. Let's hope it doesn't get delayed anymore. It will. I guarantee one more delay. It'll be a summer. I bet it'll be a summer of 2018 yeah. release. I couldn't uh, see him pushing fall. him. Yeah. Not, I couldn't see him going to fourth. Well, maybe. I can No, I can see summer because that's when Grand Theft Auto V came out. I think if it they went to release. fall, they're going to. I think it's totally just dependent on when they get it. It's Rockstar. They're going to make sure that their game's polished before it goes out. Yeah. Yeah. So super they're not afraid that. of delaying. Uh, right. We'll probably get more. I'm going to say at the PlayStation Game Show in December. I hope so. The the PlayStation Experience. That's the one, yeah. yeah. I think I bet we'll get maybe, I don't a, know, a little gameplay or something. I could see it just because they're pushing console market because Rockstar is really good about that. Yeah, they are, but I don't know. I uh, I think that would be a weird I one I want to Austin to be there. right because I want to see more of that game. Dang it. We're going to see. Obviously, we'll see some gameplay before the game comes out. I got to so. saddle up and ride out saddle spring up, of 18. Boy. Is it, will this bring you back to console if it doesn't? Oh, ooh, because I do have a PS4. My online functionality is a little Is it jacked. just your Wi-Fi thing? Can yeah, you just, can you I've, I've, it we've tried. I mean, I can because I watched, uh, I started Vikings. I want to derail and go on that. So good. But uh, yeah, I just finished season one of that pretty much. But yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Is it enough to draw me to buy a console game? Because I'm pretty much exclusively PC now. Um, Dang. It I depends. Know. If I got the sixty dollars rolling around when the game launches, and and there's no sign of a PC release date, I mean it's terrible for me to say this. All of my PC Master Race friends are gonna freak out, but they might get an extra sixty bucks out of me. Yeah, I, I don't want it spoiled. I just hate how in the age we live I know, in. Because for you, if you wait for PC, you're oh, gonna, like, I'm gonna, gonna know be... half the story in the first two weeks from stupid gifts and and memes. Yeah, I mean it's let's the be memes, real. Man. The memes are real. The the proper way to pass news around by meme. Um, yeah, I I'm so excited. Oh. I mean, I've been looking forward to this game since the original Red Dead. 
one thing I want to address that uh, another friend of mine brought up the other day was, there's no way it looks that good. That's all CGI. Let me tell you something. Rockstar has always been really, really, really on point. It's going to look not so showing things that are not representative of the gonna game. It's going to look true. that good. It's not Ubisoft. It's Yeah, exactly. It's going to look that good. That's all I have like, to say. To be that. honest, I, it's going to be an amazing looking game. Yep. We finally have console builds like under control so they can actually like, you know, optimize it to the best it can possibly be. Obviously, it's probably being shown at like on the PlayStation Pro or something that they you know. And probably PS4 or an Xbox One X or yeah. whatever. Last thing I'll say, and I'm trying not to derail. Did you see Witcher 3 got a patch for the PlayStation Pro? Yes. Yeah, they got an upgrade patch. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, uh, more and more games are getting that that's, right that's now. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, I yeah. don't own a PS4 Pro. I don't know if I will ever own a PS4 Pro. Right. Because I think... If I buy a new console, it's going to be like the next one past this PS4 Pro. With whether that's the PS5 or like a new PS4 Pro, my next console will be an Xbox, um, and I don't know if that will be the S or the X. I st- I'll, I'll stick to PC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm obviously. But if I had, if I had to, not up. that I have any, you know, if I had the extra money laying around, I mean, I could see the opportunity. The, the uh, I guess it's not called the Scorpio; it's called X, huh? Mm-hmm. That's the official name. Yes. I, yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I just want to spend five hundred. I've owned both now, and I'm, I've been pretty happy with both the 360 and the PS4. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well. So, um, speaking of PS4s and Sony. So Sony uh, came out and they said they're promising that they're going to have a big week at uh, Paris Games Week. Mm. And so in a blog post, they said on October 30th, PlayStation Live from Paris Games Week will kick off with a slew of updates and announcements before moving straight into the Paris Games Week 2017 media showcase, where you'll get a look at some spectacular new games coming to PS4 and PSVR. And so I guess my question here is, like, what can Sony actually have in in the tube that they're going to show off at this Last of Us Two. Yeah, but they're talking new games. Not we know Last they're of Us Two. They're talking console exclusive. I or? know well, it'd have to be a console exclusive. I don't actually hold on. I don't yeah. think that Last of Us Two is going to be shown off at this. Um, I don't, they I, might show a little bit. I think that they're going to wait until the PlayStation experience. Well, that, that's the earliest I'd ever expect to see Last of Us Two is in December. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, this I mean, is probably going to be new, a new IP, probably, or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe NAC 3. <laughs> no Man's Sky 2? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know what Sony Interactive Studios have been working on lately. I don't know. So I think they have a pro- probably have a project under wrap. I mean, they're a huge studio, so they probably have a ton of things going on. But I hope they knock it out of the park. Or maybe we'll see a Death Stranding, finally, or something. Maybe. Uh, I It's... We need to see something more about Death Stranding, something new. One thing, since we didn't see anything basically all year. Yeah, one thing I think they will talk about, I don't know if you don't have it on here, is uh, PSVR is getting a hardware upgrade. Yes, they are. So it's going to be a little slimmer. It's going to be a little slimmer and kind of fix a couple issues. Uh, The headset's going to fit better and doesn't have like a thing just dangling there. And uh, you don't have to plug. You can plug straight into your PlayStation now and not like through a. Oh, well, that's That's, a big deal. That's a big deal. Because like there's like a mini. It's it's actually kind of funny. It's like it looks like a mini PS4 you plug into Mm -hmm. and then that plugs into your PlayStation. So now you'll be able to go right into your PlayStation. Less latency, I'm sure. Yes. And I think it's going to actually like. I think, I mean, if they fix the tracking issues, that's going to be the big it's supposed to upgrade like resolution and it's supposed to be better and like the new features for this will not be or like the stuff that in the games that work for this game will work for this headset will not work for the old headsets so uh 
they're they're moving forward the PSVR obviously that means it's selling well that they can actually you know upgrade oh, it yeah. and they already said it's going to be the same price as the current one so, so it's a good entry and way this, for the this, majority of the market This is what I've been waiting for if it. I was going to get into VR it was going to be after like the next wave Gen of two. stuff Gen Let two. the early adopters fund it and then you jump in Gen 2 and get a better product and my opinion No I mean exactly that's what I was kind of going for and that's what I was waiting on and I kind of think when this kind of rolls out maybe that's when I'll actually finally pull the trigger and do a PSVR so Yeah 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> and speaking of VR, Skyrim. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Skyrim, Skyrim the Ultra Mega Ultra Ultra VR Special <laughs> Ultra Edition. Um, well, let's actually, Club. so uh, let's mention now that uh, the president of Sony Interactive, Andrew House, is stepping down from his position uh, and John Codera is taking over. Interesting. Well, uh, and what's House, interesting, didn't he just, he just became president like not too long it's ago. It's been, I think, six years. I think he came in 2011. Mm. Okay. Has it been that long? I, I think I, so. I swear. He was, uh, he was a natural at that. Oh, stuff. he was he super was good. So he was good really good. On stage. But yeah, I, he was I great mean, on stage. He, I, I read this article. He's been working for Sony since 1990. Wow. Like, 20, yeah, twenty-seven years. Sounds like they try to hold on to their employees. Well, from he's probably just a little bit of re- just retiring. Yeah, like, let's be honest here. He's probably just like saying, "Yeah, I don't know what he's time. doing at this point." He's probably just retiring. I, I know he's still with them through the end of the year. I think he's like chairman or right. something. I don't really. Well, he understand probably still the structure. has a he probably so, still has a big stake coming in the up at the Paris deal. That's going to be our first taste of the the new. Maybe guy. I don't know. Like I said, I I, I, I don't really understand their structure. I know that. House and Codera worked together and they said like they have like a relationship dating back like 20 years. Hmm. So I highly doubt it's a hostile takeover. Right. It, it could be. Nah, um, the way, but the way it sounded it like is it's not. Well, hold on. As somebody who has worked in an organization as they are shifting from one major person to another major person, major we, we can slam anything to sound good. Of course. It's PR, PR shield. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, I just don't. The way it's how they you would, the way it more feels. Well, yeah, the way it yeah. feels like you wouldn't expect yeah, sure. him to be ousted. Like not like the Bioware guy stepping down. That was kind of probably like a more yeah, of a forced yeah. thing. Yeah. Because I wish him wish him all the best. Yeah, for sure. Whatever uh, that may bring for him. Okay, we need to take a break. When we come back, we've got more news. You're gonna love it. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk about some news. Uh, you know what's a new game? What's Skyrim. that? Skyrim. <laughs> so, so Skyrim. <laughs> I've never heard of Skyrim. What's that? Uh, it, it's a game where you play as a dragon. Mm. 
but you're a human. No, your oh. mother was a dragon. Your father was. Trador was a man. Was a man. No, he is a dragon. Dragon man. Yes, actually, you play as Trogdor. Excellent reference, Um So, Skyrim: The Special Edition, which is the fifth re-release of this game for the new generation of consoles since it's been around since I think I was like five um, <laughs> is receiving a survival yeah, mode. Skyrim came out before all the other Elder Scrolls games. Yes. Fun fact. Oh. It's the fifth uh, one in the series but came out first. It's uh, <laughs> Skyrim has always existed in r- reality. Um, so they're receiving a survival mode. Yeah. Which means uh, it's in beta testing right now. But so like the things that it changes is it now has like hunger. So if you get hungry, it affects your stamina and then you have to eat food. But if you eat raw food, then you can get sick and poison from it. Cool. Um, uh, you have fatigue now, which I guess is warmth rating from clothing. That's right. Sort of thing. And then the, the really interesting one, uh, especially if your thing takes place in, you know, like close to like the Arctic circle, basically, uh, weather conditions now affect you. So you can actually freeze to death. Yeah. Depending on how beefy your armor is. So is this a mod or is this actually? Like, this is if official. Okay, this is just coming. It, it was Club, like though. it was through mods, right? Right. So yeah. hold on, free for a week. So, so download it now if you want it. Well, the thing is, is basically you can do this by yourself oh, yeah. through readily available Frostfall. mods. Yeah, they ripped yeah. it straight out of Frostfall and I need, and I have used both those mods because I have, and Frostfall it is literally on mine ripped straight out of those yeah and so that's the thing like the thing about this is it's cool if you want to release this for your game do it if you want to charge and just rip off other mods that's a little yeah everyone's praising them for innovation let me tell you something you want to you want to go download frostfall yeah Go to Nexus Mods on your computer and donate a couple dollars to the mod authors who actually invented this and went through the process of building the real survival mode. And just so you know, Frostfall is more customizable even on the consoles than Bethesda's. If you like some elements and you want to shut others off, you can do that with Frostfall. And guess what? It's free. So, sorry, Beth. If you want to play another good survival game, Metal Gear Solid 3. There you go. Yeah, that's true. It had fatigue. It had hunger. It had all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And that but game does came it out. have dragons? But does it have dragons? <laughs> and can I dragon shout? No. But it's got snake. 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 I'll just do my Metal. Eastland news shout and turn him into ice and beat the crap Metal out of him gear. with a war hammer. Oh. See what he does then. Oh, it tastes terrible. That's literally what he says when he eats a bad snake. He's like, oh, it tastes terrible. It's great. <laughs> and then he throws up. Best survival game of all time. <laughs> Video games, man. Oh. Um, so good. <laughs> yeah, so I think this is a really interesting move. I think it's something that, sure, like, uh, totally totally belongs in one of these games, for sure. Yeah, but well, we got it maybe for free a year and a half two, ago. Yeah, to be honest, like, to be honest, I'm surprised this took so long. Yeah. And I would now, I mean, I think that's what the next Elder Scrolls needs to do to be, like, the next, like... What, to, Creation Club? No, I'm just, what I'm saying is... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, mods? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. When the game releases, before all this bullcrap comes out for it, 
uh, it needs to have a more of a survival aspect totally. to it, and that because that'd be way more immersive. Because I feel if like they put in like Black Marsh or Valenwood or something. Imagine the diseases and the poisons and stuff. You and you have experience. to like have a resistance sure. to that. And like I, I, so like that's where they need to go. Maybe that maybe that's why they're testing it here in Skyrim, right? And then so they're like, okay, this is work. Well, this works. This doesn't. Let's put this in the new game. You want to know a joke? Besides Creation Club as a whole, look up the zombie horde or zombie p- plague of zombies creation club mod for skyrim okay absolute joke <laughs> you'll beat it in about three minutes they say there's a horde of zombies there are four and you get two <laughs> new conjuration spells and it's over it's a jo- and they may have one sound effect and it sounds like this uh is no how, it's one does sound it cost file. yeah of course it does it's 400 credits Oh 400 God. credits for a one sound enemy you hit them uh. Uh. <laughs> they walk around uh <laughs> It's embarrassing. Uh, That's real nice. Yeah. Game of the year. <laughs> Game of the year for the past oh, decade. Oh, they know. <laughs> They've been putting it on the box every time. I know. Over 800 Game of the Year awards. <laughs> it's been out for 800 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that's our Skyrim that's our weekly life. Skyrim news <laughs> yeah. um, before it comes out on Android and iOS. Is it come to NES? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually in the SNES Classic. I don't know if you it know is. That. It's hidden in there somewhere. No, no, <laughs> kidding. It's hidden in there somewhere. Uh, soon to be on Apple Watches. So eight <laughs> bit soundtrack. Um, so Halo. Let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about another long lasting, uh, maybe kind of dead series. What? Halo. Three four three Halo or good Halo. 343 Halo. Oh. Good Halo doesn't exist anymore. I'll just check myself out then. <laughs> um, nah, so Halo Recruit got announced this past week. Uh, don't don't give me that look because it's not as, not as big of a deal as oh, you think it is. It's it. about five minutes long. <laughs> but what it is is it's a mixed reality thing. It's a Windows mixed reality experience. Experience. And from what I was reading is it's kind of like you see a couple people that are like fixtures in the game. So I'm guessing like Master Chief, Cortana, maybe the Sarge. Right. Um, and you stand next to an elite and stuff like that. They, they show you a warthog and a couple guns. I don't Things get to like drive that. it. No. So uh, this, like I said, we're talking like small scale, okay. five minutes. Okay. Um, it's available at Microsoft stores, which, to be honest, I didn't know was a thing. Oh. Um, There's actual Microsoft stores? Yes. Do they have any Windows in there? I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> we, uh, we're done. We're done here. <laughs> Shut the mic off. It's ruined. The whole show's compromised. This is bull crap. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm just going to leave now. Bye. You can you can also download this uh, on October 17th. So, cool. Uh. Yeah. Uh, it's this kind of push for their whole Windows Mixed Reality thing. They're, you know, they're not really going into VR as much as they are mixed reality oh, well, and AR. Well, well, Minecraft's getting that 4K re- texture pack. So, I, I mean, my, Microsoft is pulling out all the stops. We don't need the console exclusives. We need demos of Master Chief standing next to you, shaking your hand, and <laughs> we need Minecraft in 4K. Yes. Soon it'll just be Master Chief in Minecraft. I'm sure. It's I'm already sure happened. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's like, where am I? 
Where am I? Where's the code? Where is she? Oh, wait, Batman. <laughs> That's Batman. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I, the other news is like Samsung just announced a headset, uh, mixed reality headset that's, I guess, capable of doing this, right? I would assume. Okay. Right. I don't know. It's like 500 bucks. So with for the 100 more, controllers. I can get an HTC Vive and have Unreal Immersion on my PC. Or I, I could get it so for my 500 for my phone. Right. I don't know. I don't know how different the Samsung is. This, this isn't one like you slide your phone into. This is like a real headset. Okay. Um, so I don't I mean, I don't know the specs. I don't know too much about VR to tell you like what's good and what isn't. But um, they announced that this week. So I bet there ain't Skyrim VR on there. So it's a fail. No, no one gonna take the bait on that. Okay, no. then we leave. Okay, so uh, he makes a Windows joke. I say Skyrim, <laughs> and everybody just shuts up. It's great. Uh, Never coming back. Let's talk about Volition. Volition, uh, they worked on Saints Row. I think they released Get Out of Hell, and then most recently, Agents of Mayhem. They have laid off thirty people. Um, according to sources that told Kotaku. And so the, I, the big thing is, is this company only has like 200 employees in it. And they're kind of referencing the lackluster sales and well, it, hype for Agents of Mayhem. Yeah, it didn't do well at all. No, this game I, has I'm not gonna done well. I'm going to be honest. I'm head in the sand. I've never heard anything on it maybe seen an ad exactly on well exactly and like it was it was a very saints row-esque kind of like multiplayer very game very saints row but it's not multiplayer it's not no I swear what there is no multiplayer in this game it's well, single player well, that is the problem it like looked like a multiplayer game yes so you agents, have agents so agents plural, well no multiplayer agents of mayhem you have four agents that you can control and like you can switch through them on the fly So like dragon age inquisition with like a party system kind of no but the but that's the thing like there's no party uh it's oh. just you oh like so it's a single player game they just fly where, in tag team and then yes oh interesting uh, the best part of this game actually is one of the guys is a grenade launcher that when he uh, shoots, he puts it down at his side and pelvic thrusts as he shoots it. It's kind of fantastic. Um, that sounds like something they would do. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so I think Saints Row is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super campy. It's cheesy. Yes, they know what they're going for. It's the cheesy Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, they like. It never felt like they were trying too hard. Agents of Mayhem felt like they were trying way too hard. Yeah, trying to force it. Yeah, like like there's a bunch of jokes in like the Saints Row universe that they tried to bring back, and okay. it was unnecessary. Uh, I mean, down to the purple color scheme. Uh, uh, they I didn't mean, bring back one of the legendary weapons. I don't know. No, not that one. Yeah, I don't think that's in that game. Uh, okay, but first showed up in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Actually, they stole, oh, that's they, right. They stole that. Yeah, we're just not going to say what it is. We just uh, Saints Row's the better game. Um, San Andreas best best GTA. Saints Row's the better Skyrim. Game. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so that's the thing. Like, I think they just need to let this go and 
their solution to that was letting people go. That's sad. I mean, when you have to fire 15% of your people, that's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. And some people online were like, this happens about every game release but because yeah, like, of contract employees oh, yeah. and stuff. But I think these are like salaried on staff employees. These aren't contract this workers. It's a deeper cut. But this is definitely yeah. not the first time we've talked about massive layoffs on this show. It happens all the time. It, mm-hmm. like, as much it as does. it sucks. Basically, well, we've had a lot of really sad games come out this year. Yeah. You look at Agents Mayhem, you look at Mass Effect. I mean, once Mass Effect came out, it was, it was very apparent that a change needed to happen unfortunately that change comes in people like standard people like us like people developers in like the bottom end of the programming and stuff which it really should be the top end shouldn't it uh you know and that's the thing like it sucks every time this happens but business guys Mm -hmm. um if if your product that you release doesn't do well, then how are how are you going to pay people? Yeah, and that's like that's the sad part of capitalism, right? It's just it's just part of life, you know. Yeah, it's the reality of it. But I'm sure these 30 individuals are skilled in what they do. And oh, absolutely! Find, oh, hopefully, find all of them find jobs. Yeah, it's I mean, not like you got done working for. Uh, um, Konami and they're going to sabotage your whole record because you left their company, you know? <laughs> Thank goodness, but that's not how we operate. Right. Uh, yeah, I think it's really fascinating. Um, we'll see where it leads. Yeah. We'll see what happens to Volition. You know, they don't have a huge track record. Right. So if if this is the end of Volition, I'm going to be really surprised. Mm. So, um, well... It's break time. It is break time. So it's, it's always break time on this show. It's always. We are just one giant break after break. Uh, so those of you out there listening, uh, if you want to get a hold of us uh, during this time or towards the end of the program, you totally can. You know how. We'll be here. Just a couple minutes. Okay, we have one full half hour left uh, on the program today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do that. I keep on reminding you of that, so I hope that it's it's coming across as something important. Uh, so you can get on a hold of us on Twitter at DrySpellRadio or DrySpellRadio at gmail.com or DrySpellRadio on Facebook. We love it when you tweet or talk or do something to us. Send us questions. Yes. It's what we want. They're definitely going to do it after that voice. Yes. Very seductive. Uh, so <laughs> let's just do it. Let's just talk about it. Get it out of the way so we never have to talk about it again. Skyrim. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I quit. This is it. I'm so All done right, with Austin. This.
co-pilots played. <laughs> um, We're going down. <laughs> uh, PUBG. PUBG, guys. Um, so they are under fire right now. Not like literally on fire, <laughs> but they're getting review bombed on Steam. Um, so for anybody who did not hear... PUBG has hit 1.5 million concurrent users on Steam, which is insane. It breaks every record. It broke their own record and like it broke three all their weeks servers. in a row. Uh, yes, and then their servers went down every day. Um, but the the so it's doing incredibly well. Everybody loves this game, right? Everybody is playing it. It's like the biggest phenomenon in the world, and so they started selling ad space. And so in the, if you go into a Chinese server, uh, you may see on your, on your like front page an ad for a Chinese VPN. What? Yeah, I know. That's a little strange. Okay. And actually, if you walk around the world, you may see graffiti uh, that are ads, like, which is fine. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. That, that's totally fine. Don't screw with my experience, but that's cool. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, well, so there's some kind of, there's some reported lag due to this ad, which I think is really strange, mm -hmm. but this led to them getting review bombed. They have received 20,000 negative reviews in one day. Yeah. Well, over this. Uh, and you know, since steam is trying to combat review bombing, they, uh, you can see the histogram where it's like, this is overwhelmingly negative over the past day. So try to ignore it. Right. Um, and so that's just like really interesting. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen any of these ads myself. I haven't either. I mean, we've been, when do I get a Doritos ad on the side of a building that I'm see, I don't care. Do yeah. that. Yeah. So like, I don't pay attention wait, to spray like, painting. Anyway. Are you talking about spray painting like in the game ads? So there, are, there have been some. If you remember when they were doing their ESL deal, uh, there were ESL spray paints mm -hmm. on all of the you walls. You know what? I'm fine with wonder that. wonder if it renders in real time, like how they're rendering it before a match. I, I, like, I wonder if that has to do with a little bit of the lag. Maybe. You'd think it'd be on the regional server, though, right? Like they would yeah. upload it to the client on that server, and then it would just be part of the game yeah. in that region. Right. But you know maybe not. Do? Sell spaces for artists to like do their graffiti art. And oh, that'd put be in cool. I, that'd be sweet. Genius. Well, that would be that would be kind of neat, actually. And then I, we have all these people I could snipe while they're staring at buildings. It'd be wonderful. See, but then like, so if I was given the opportunity to make well, spray paint, <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh, to make like a spray make paint like painting on the side of a building in PUBG, you know what I would make. I know oh, you know what I'd make. Yeah, that uh, one thing from Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> Justin <laughs> genitals. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's implied, Austin. PUBG is now getting What's review bombed, which it was only a matter of time that the biggest game in the world would get review bombed. It's still not going to stop people from playing. In oh no! So you get that many people, you're going to have. I mean, so many people that complain. I'm just saying, twenty thousand out of one point five million is like a tiny number. Right? So yes. Yeah. It is definitely. And beyond that, um, I think like people have been going to servers in like other countries and it's been fine. Right. So the problem that creates is yeah, then you've got people that are 
that creates its own problems though with like latency and See, stuff. But I get why yeah, they I would know. do it. I would do it if that was happening on my server. Yeah. Oh look, the EU server's running fine. I'll connect over there. Yeah. So there's that. Um let's talk about Nintendo. I feel like every time like I start talking about Nintendo, it's like an intervention. Yeah, Nintendo is not they, your friend. I feel Walk, they walk in the room. I heard, on, guys. I heard that they just made their voice chat app uh, usable when you close the app. Well, about time. Because it used to be like what? when the app was running, did it you, had to be the only thing running. Did you so like if you open? No, I I try to stay away because every time I say Nintendo, a guy shows up my door to so, suit and tie. Hi, I'd like ten percent so of how, all the money how you the, made today. How the chat worked is from your controller, okay. it plugged into a device, and that device plugged into your phone. But your phone you like had to, to be, talk about which our hooks, Lord and Savior Miyamoto. Your brain, which hooks up to you, pretty much. But yeah. your phone had to be open, so your at phone all had to be on that app. At so, all like, if you couldn't check a message, or it would kill you, it would kill yeah, the you. Yeah, you got a text and went to your text. Boop, your chat's done. Oh my! I know. So apparently they fixed that, and it's not a problem anymore. Uh, but now, Nintendo has come out and banned all live streaming. Yeah. Um, so if you were a member of Nintendo's creators program, which you basically needed to be, you mean the big tax they put on people yes. for free marketing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo fanboys are going to freak cause I'm on this show. I'll just it's do my fine. best to keep a curve. It's fine. Uh, so they sent out an email. If you're in the creators program saying quotes, Live streaming on YouTube falls outside the scope of the Nintendo's creators program. This means that you cannot broadcast content on YouTube live from the account you have registered to the Nintendo creators program. Please check the user guide for details. What planet are these guys living on? Thank you for your ongoing support of the Nintendo's creators program. As YouTube continues to evolve, we will, we will work to provide you timely information to help you manage your account with the Nintendo's creators program. This does not, okay, unquote, sorry. This does not affect pre-recorded content. Right. So if oh, you're making, they can can that if they don't like it. It's, it's, well, a, it's a controlled they environment, any, right? They do it's they controlled. Don't have, they don't right? have control over a live environment. That scares them. They can, well, they can still shut down your live stream they at probably, any time. They probably don't like your donations you're getting on the live stream either. Well, maybe. But it's also like it, it's more controllable when it's a video on demand. Of course. Right? Uh, and somebody can watch it as it comes up and checks to make sure that everything's in. It's okay. And that video is going to remain consistent forever. It's not going to change. Live streaming is such like a different beast Dynamic. because you have, you have interactions with other people. Uh, as you go, you like, it can change at any time. And we're live right now. I could just go off the rails and, like a very popular streamer, I could yell the N-word. And yeah. it could cause a massive outcry. Right. To, to all of our four listeners. Yeah. Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I guess the big thing behind this is like, yeah, like streaming is cool, right? Uh, as long, I guess since you can still create pre-recorded content, that's fine. Uh, they're not completely shutting everything down, but 
I, just, I, I guess my the biggest question inside of me is how much did PewDiePie really have to do with this? Obviously, they're not going to come out and say, like, it's his fault. Right. But... But obviously, they don't want anything happening it, again. But this has been going on before PewDiePie. Remember, like when Persona Five came out. Yeah, they very limited. Well, that was streaming. that was Atlas. Yeah, but and still, that, and a lot of that came about. Uh, well, you couldn't share pre-recorded content about that game either. Yeah, like, and a lot of that was because we they were like we don't want people ruining the story. Which I get that, but I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I just it's think your personal choice to go watch a stream or me, watch a video of it. So yeah, right. But when if I you want people, people to this, buy your game, right. To get to that end content, that does actually kind of make sense. When I see people doing this, oh, what's that? We actually have a phone call. We're getting a phone call. No way. And I have no idea how to work the phone. Please be a troll. Please be a troll. <laughs> I'm going to grab No, we're just, okay, we're just going to ignore that. As Matt stares at the phone blankly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, the, so, so anybody who uh, is listening live... Uh, we have a phone in the studio, <laughs> and no we don't ever, we don't really use the phone. Well, no right? one ever really showed us how to use the phone to I, start I, with. I kind of know how to do it. So if you pick up this part and then well, you talk into there's it, there's a way you'll you'll hear someone it through talking the, it through, through this air. part. Yeah, it's oh, it's, it's right here. Oh, well, why don't but we just... because I I don't know. I haven't told anybody the phone number. But someone obviously someone knows. Call again. I want him to try for the first time <laughs> live. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, we're gonna have, like if we do it, we have to try live. Because what if it's PewDiePie? <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? It's just what have we the done? Hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> Our show's ruined. We're done. Uh, but no, like so. I think that's you like realize what you've done. <laughs> exactly. I think that's like the big thing, right? Like, who's I? I guess there's part of me that totally understands where Nintendo's coming from. It's censorship um, in my mind. See, no, it's not. But uh, I, I don't think it's censorship purely because it's still their product. Yeah. I mean, this. I think it, there's a larger question to ask about IP and, you know, YouTubers make money off of stuff that isn't their own, even though they're, like, putting their own spin on it. They're still making money off of stuff that's not their own. Right. Um, and I think, again, it's another question about who owns what. And I feel like we're going to have more of these conversations over the next year than we've had to have previously. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think a lot of it all stems from that one stream. Yeah, probably. I mean, and streaming and continues I hate to, to say that. And streaming continues to grow, and there's still, like, we still don't quite know what to do with streaming yet. Companies are like, uh, do we like, like, it's still a weird, like gray area. And like, where's the regulation at where, how much, you do know, you, like do my thought on it though, is that you're in the entertainment industry. If you're a streamer, you're an entertainer. And I think that the day, and this is just my personal opinion. So whatever, who cares? But I think that when you start doing these things, you're absolutely right. It is their IP. They have the right. But it becomes a question of, but should you, right? Just because right. you have a legal means doesn't mean you should. And as an entertainer, think about it. PewDiePie really shot himself in the foot. Who is to blame for that? Well, himself. It's him. Well, himself, yeah, And, and sure. I get why companies are, well, we don't want to be associated. It's the same thing with the YouTube uh, demonetization thing. You know, that's it's just knee-jerk to me. And I think that... Um, for the little bit of face you save, 
you ultimately are, are barring customers. That's one reason I'm going to be honest for me personally. I know this is extreme, but I don't, I don't participate in Nintendo's like anything. I think that they make some good games. I'm never going to sit here and tell you that like Zelda is a bad game. Right. But yeah. I have no motivation to go spend my hard earned money on that. Oh, let me stream that for you, my friend. Oh, wait, I can't. Now, I guess the other weird thing is that this really only targets YouTube. Yeah, that is odd. So ideally, I guess I could still go stream on Facebook or Twitch. Twitch yeah. I don't know if their games are supported on Twitch, but I look at like more premium services like some of the Patreons or like Giant Bomb that has a, a premium service behind a paywall that that's where they stream like these shouldn't be affected i mean because they're they're so locked down right um so i don't know i think this is a really strange time uh especially if you're trying to get into the streaming business but i don't know it's this is such a strange story uh and i won't be surprised when more developers follow you Nintendo. think they're gonna follow suit on this i kind of do i hope you're wrong i hope i'm wrong too i think streaming is a wonderful well, I, thing i could see it i just think they need to finally like everyone like all the developers and stuff need to sit down with like maybe like the top streamers and like actually kind of set build like a guideline like rules of and rules of streaming kind of thing because there is none there are none. Yeah, and certain certain companies are totally embracing it. You look at like uh, look at E three this last year. It was all streamer. Like mm -hmm. EA was all about e the streamers. All about streaming. And so I really think they all need to go sit down, have like a nice conversation, like and build like some guidelines on like here's what you can do, what you can say, how like and stuff like that, and things that journalists have been dealing with for years yeah, I, I think i think there needs to be some like form of regulation i hate just keep saying it the word simple regulation though. but um but there needs to be at least some control it's just a wild west out there in streaming but man as a viewer can i be honest when i say that is why it is so fascinating entertaining. and entertaining i know i understand like, I get how that. many places can you go that you get unregulated entertainment anymore and I know that's a terrible way to say it. There's still decency. I mean, sure, there are people that do things maybe that are questionable, right? But the cool part is, is I'll have to watch their stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I'm wired, but I kind of find it um, appealing because of that. And the day that it becomes canned and contrived like most television well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, I hate nowadays. using the word regulation, but there but, needs but to be I agree. Something. There needs to be some, even just basic ground some, rules. Some basic guidelines like, hey, this is like, don't say this kind of stuff right. like, like being on radio like you can't say this you can't do right. that it's like stuff you know right it's regulated it's fcc regulated right. okay well <laughs> we need to take our final break of the program and when we come back uh just a couple more things and then we're out of here
All right, everybody, we've just got a couple minutes left before we're out of the studio for the week. Um, so just a couple quick things. Uh, Star Fox 2 has already been cracked. I think it took a day. Uh, I actually believe it came before the release of the. Wait, really? Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> so the day before, they were like, "Oh, hey, we have ROMs." Uh, and I already, see, I've already seen cartridges being sold at Star Fox. Yes, too. I have too. It's wonderful. And I think there was actually kind of a plan to do that, anyways. Mm -hmm. But uh, because there's been that weird resurgence of those, like you think, like Street Fighter. X or no? No, the original Street uh, Fighter, I think, just had a cartridge re-release. Oh wow! Star Fox Who Two. No, it's gonna be winning game of the year. We're just watching now. It, it is up for it game of the year. It is a 2017 release. It is. Um, so it, it's game of the year material. Retro Games Limited has announced a Commodore 64 Mini. Um, as well as a full-sized, fully working system. It has no release date yet, um, but it joins a very long line of mini consoles that are coming out. You think of, we had the, the NES Classic, the SNES Classic, uh, the Atari Classic thing, and then there was the Sega, the Genesis mm -hmm. Classic, I think. Um, which those did not do well. Two words, retro gaming. Yes. So I think we're, we're finally reaching that point that it's like, oh, we have a history. Let's uh, celebrate that history, which is cool. Uh, as long as these systems do what they're supposed to do and do it well. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, everybody goes through this phase. That's why LP sales are on the rise, right? People like feeling old school. Uh, it's all those hipsters out there. Also hipsters. So, dang hipsters. Dang hipsters. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, I, I, I've, every time one of these gets announced, I kind of think like, what is the next console that this is going to happen to? And maybe that that is a longer conversation to have, maybe at another time. Not when we have, you know. Seven Just a couple left. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe that's something we'll, we'll think about. Maybe that's our Twitter question for the week is uh, what is the next console that you think is going to come out um, mini or retro style? Overwatch. Last, uh, last little news thing uh, for the week Overwatch Halloween event is coming. Coming back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. Next week. Uh, everybody probably. likes spooky Halloween events. Uh, and they, they said, quote, spooky new content. Unquote. Awesome. So they haven't really told us what they're releasing. I'm sure there will be an update soon. And I'm sure that. they'll bring back. Of course, they'll probably bring back all the 2016 stuff to you, like they did yeah. with Summer Games. Right. So mm -hmm. it'll give you a chance to get all the skins and whatnot that you didn't pick up. Yeah, last because I don't think I even played the Halloween <laughs> Overwatch last year at all. Yeah, and so I I guess my biggest uh, thing about this is last year they did uh, their their horde mode basically, where you have a couple like four players or something. Was that for the Halloween event? I thought that was their uh, no, that was the Halloween event. I thought it was an insurgency event that did that. 
No. I no. think it was Halloween. Yeah. And they have like the four. Uh, it was because I never. Horde mode thing. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Now you're, I'm right. You're and right. so, yeah, I think that that's probably my biggest question about are they going to do that? Because I think that's a, a change in the gameplay that I really enjoy. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for Snowball, the Snow- Snowball May event. Snowball thing. Oh, that man, was that so was good. the best. It really was. So... So Halloween, we're, we'll be getting back into Overwatch. Obviously, we haven't been playing a lot. Obviously, we've been. I mean, I've been playing here and there. I haven't. I just don't think I've played Overwatch since, a match at a time since Destiny 2 has come out. To be honest, yeah. And honestly, I haven't really played a lot of PlayStation. I play. I try to play enough so I know like what's going on in the meta and like how to use different characters as they update them and stuff. But yeah, I just don't really have the time to really invest into this. Um, and we're, I mean, we're at the time of year where schools can start to really ramp up. Midterms just, like, are practically Crazy. here. So I... If you don't sleep, you can get them both in games and school. Trust sleep, me, I Sleep know. is for the week. Yeah. I can't... Uh, I can't say enough how crazy October is going to be. Is uh, my final point of the day. Uh, it's just going to be a crazy month, man. Oh, yeah just crazy uh forza motorsport 7 just came out this week yesterday yes yeah yesterday tomorrow uh stardew valley comes out on the switch Mm -hmm. which is gonna be great if you have a switch and have yet to play stardew valley first of all you should have already played it um second of all it's uh it's coming out and you should play that game it is so good Middle Earth Shadow of War comes out in a week. You better lock down your strongholds because me and my work friend's going to be busting <laughs> down your door. Um, just, yeah. Stop. Just a couple days later, uh, Evil Within 2. <laughs> the Halloween edition of Skyrim. Yes. Uh, 30 awesome. bucks for costumes. There you go. Gran Turismo Sport. Woo! South Park. That... WWE 2K18. South Park's not coming out now, is it? <laughs> October 17th. Is it really? Yes. Wow. I thought it was delayed to the new year. No. It comes out this month. Oh. And actually, they're having some kind of weird farting competition. I saw you. that. You can, like, eh, record not, your not farts surprised. for Ubisoft and get them put in the game. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, South um, And then... Age of Empires Definitive Edition, oh. October 19th. Yes. I am so... I put... So many hours in those first two games. Hallelujah. They were so yeah. good. I, was is it the first two or is it like first three? I think it's. Uh, I do not know. First, I know I'll it's at least first the first two. Age of Empires three is the one that I know the best. Yeah, two is my the one I know the best. And I mean, I played three a lot too, but I think two is the one. They're I all really, great. Uh, two is the one I grew up on. That's one I had. We like. I remember like having the CD ROM of that back mm-hmm. in the day, and you know, end up buying like the expansion packs back when you, you actually had to go out and buy physical expansion packs to the mm-hmm. game. Prime. I'm super excited for that. All right. And then, I mean, the list just gets longer. Destiny 2 comes out on PC, Just Dance, Assassin's Creed, Super Mario Odyssey, Wolfenstein, and finally, Bubsy. Bubsy. Bubsy is back. I, I totally forgot that that game was coming the out. Wooly Strike out. Back. Um, Running around with no pants on, collecting coins, and doing what Bubsy does. But Bubsy does best. I think that's it for us this week. Um, uh, any updates for your stuff going on, Justin? I uh, no. Like I said, if you want to check it out, go to YouTube. Check out Jay Plays every day. Yep. I think you'll enjoy if you like storytelling. 
Yeah. Um, otherwise, that's pretty much it for us. I'll make sure that this podcast gets up this week and uh, throw the other one in a vault. With number 18. So yes. the 18's not alone anymore. Um, so, Austin, thanks for being here. As always. Yep. Um, that's it for me this week. And again, get in, uh, get in contact with us. If you have any questions, look out for our Twitter question of the week. Uh, thank you, Justin, for hey, joining us again. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, last thing I want to say is uh, one word, Skyrim. Skyrim, word of the day. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it for us today. We will see you next week. Skyrim. Skyrim.